Matthew the 21st chapter from verses 1 to 17 the New International Version As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage on the Mount of Olives Jesus sent two disciples saying to them Go to the village ahead of you and at once you will find a donkey tied there with her colt by her Untie them and bring them to me If anyone says anything to you, say that the Lord needs them and he will send them right away. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to daughter Zion, see, your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and placed their cloaks on them for Jesus to sit on. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, Who is this? The crowds answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. Jesus entered the temple courts and drove out all who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves. It is written, he said to them, My house will be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers. The blind and the lame came to him at the temple and he healed them. But when the chief priests and the teachers of the law saw the wonderful things he did and the children shouting in the temple courts, Hosanna to the son of David, they were indignant. Do you hear what these children are saying? They asked him. Yes, replied Jesus. Have you never read from the lips of children and infants? You, Lord, have called forth your praise. And he left them and went out of the city to Bethany, where he spent the night. Bible before breakfast, Mildred Kingston go here. Good morning. It's a wonderful week to be alive. This week we're building up to Easter, one of the most significant weeks for any Christian, any child of God. And so this week, like you know, because it is Easter week, I'm going to take every day and we're going to walk those days the same way Jesus did. So I'm going to try to show you this whole, the significance of the entire week, starting with yesterday. So yesterday was Palm Sunday. And I know that for a lot of people, especially if you attend any of the Orthodox churches, you must have probably gone out in a procession carrying palm fronds and trying to just reenact and relive the Bible. And that's lovely. In fact, I really like it because I like anything that brings the Bible to life. But we must not forget 
that is not enough for us to just write relieve those moments without actually really thinking about the significance of those moments and what they truly mean for us to walk where jesus walked for us to understand the importance of easter and to feel what he felt we must stop and think now the first two days of the week sunday and monday are very significant in the journey to the cross which is what i'd like to call this week series by the way monday and sunday are very very important because it's the start of a journey towards what would be the most defining moment in christianity should i say christianity or maybe i should even say in the life of mankind because the week and that entire journey is what dealt with sin once and for all and broke its hold eternally now the children of israel knew that they were to expect a messiah and in their heads they believed that the messiah was going to come and deal with their enemies in other words he was going to lead a mighty army and that they would overthrow the roman empire and then they would take over as god has promised their father abraham however god had a different plan they thought he was coming to fight their enemies God was sending his son to fight the real enemy which was death and death which meant a separation from God. So that's the first lesson that I want to bring up from Easter and one of the first things that I'm fascinated about Easter. I find that a lot of times where we put our eyes is not really where God is going. A lot of times we think we know it, we figured it out or like I love to say we got this. You don't got nothing because when you think you know god just gods again for for lack of a better word he just he just does him everyone was thinking oh he's sending us a messiah a political ruler who's going to fight the roman empire and god is saying no that's not your real enemy your real enemy is sin and i have to defeat sin and whoever is going to defeat sin and death has to first die so that he can overpower death and sin. And so Jesus began that journey, but he came in to Jerusalem on that day and he rode on that colt and he fulfilled the promise of a Messiah who was to come, a promise which had been given in Zechariah that he your king would come to you riding on a colt. So there were no doubt that Jesus understood what he was doing. He came in as a Messiah. And so on that day, the powerful thing about Jesus was that he walked into that place, but he had a plan and he had an assignment. So his first assignment was to go to the temple and he got there and he found that they were selling and they were buying and they were making a mess of everything and jesus was so furious and he overturned the tables he literally pushed people out of place and he said to them my father's house should be a house of prayer but you have turned it to a den of thieves you have turned it to something else and isn't that what we have made easter 
we have made it about everything but Jesus. We've made it about everything but what it's really about. So we have the Easter eggs. We have the Easter egg hunts. We have all the chocolate bunnies. We have everything but Jesus. And so this year, I really want to encourage you and to challenge you to put your eyes back on what Easter is really about, which is why the next couple of days, we're going to do our best to walk every day with Jesus on this journey to the cross. Let's not commercialize Easter the way they did in the days of old when Jesus got to the temple. Instead of praying at the temple, they were buying and selling. Instead of focusing and meditating on what Easter truly means, let us not get carried away with buying and selling. Let's not get carried away with the Easter egg hunts. Let's not get carried away with the Easter bunnies and the chocolates and everything that we do during Easter. Now, am I against egg hunts? No, I'm never against anything that is fun. However, I do believe that it's our responsibility to teach our children what Easter truly is about and not to commercialize it like they did in the days of old. Jesus came there and he overturned the t- tables. Maybe you should overturn their mindset. Mommy, we're going to have an Easter egg hunt this week. And you say to them, no, we're going to read the Bible and understand what Easter is truly about. Do what Jesus did. Overturn mindsets. Let's go back to what Easter is truly about. So what am I going to challenge you to do today? First thing is to read about the journey to the cross. So starting from Matthew 21, I want you to read all the chapters to the end. You would find what Jesus did in the last one week before he went to glory. Listen, it will be one of the most defining moments of your Christian walk. It will change your perspective. It will change your mind. It will change your life. It will change the way you see what Jesus did on the cross. It was no easy thing. This week we'll encounter betrayal. This week we'll understand forgiveness. This week we'll understand discipline. And what it means to say, Lord, not my will but yours. This week we'll encounter jealousy. As we walk this journey, we will see what Jesus had to go through to pay the price so that we can have a relationship with God once again. So I don't want you to forget and just get into the groove of enjoying Easter. No, that's all important. But I really, really want to challenge you to read the entire Easter story this week. Take a few moments, get off social media, put your phone down, maybe get a hard copy Bible and do your own studying. Read your Bible and please do it before you have any breakfast. Good morning. What a wonderful way to start your day. Bible before breakfast with Mildred Kingsley Okonkwo.